Howdy and welcome to the Breaking Awesome Podcast, Episode 5. This is Farmer Matt coming to you from Pine Mill, America, where it is currently 16 degrees and snowy. On the line with me, as always, is evil scientist Dan from Marion, Kansas. Overcast and 16 degrees. Also, we have Pastor Kent from Balmy, Oswego, Kansas, where it is currently nearly 19 degrees and overcast. And then we also have Heath from Wichita. Say howdy, everybody. <laughs> howdy. Heath. Heath what the hell I Temperature. Just Heath. And there's Heath. Nobody, no, nobody cares what it's doing in Wichita. <laughs> Heath. It's cold. It's cold. And snow. I believe it's 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 also about 16 degrees in Wichita. Yes. When I check. I forgot 16. to have you guys say howdy. 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 No, you did. Howdy. You said say howdy. As I went. I know, but I didn't do it one at a time. It's okay. So, I kind of prefer that. There you go. I think people prefer that. The I people, I like it when we do it one at a so time, he, so people know our voices. What's that concert, huh? Yes. Yeah. Right. How was it good? It? Saw the Avet Brothers or Avet Brothers, however you want to say it. Last night, it was. A- it was a- really how good. did they say it? They how never they said it? it. They said Scott and they said Seth, but they never said their last names. They can't say it either. Yeah, probably. <laughs> they don't know. No, it was pretty good. It, it's maybe the first concert I've ever gone to where they didn't have an opening band. Really? And it was at the arena. It was a big concert. Yeah. Um, Did they play for longer then? Yeah, they played for probably two hours. So, I mean, that's not real long um, to make up for not having a um, an opening band. But uh, it was good. I've got I've the concerts without opening bands. But... Really? I've got three words for you, though. Dan, strap on cello. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. That sounds weird. <laughs> it does sound weird. So, have you been, have you been reading the Fifty Shades of Grey? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was pretty funny because he. Had, I wasn't gonna go there. The dude's got his this cello strapped to him the whole time, and um, and it still has the what do you call the piece at the bottom, Dan? That uh, the like. Mount. The little stick part? The, the stick, stick part thing. that sticks out. The tail piece. What is it? What? The stick part. Tail piece. The stick in the tail ground. Piece. Tail Shut piece. up, Matt. He still had that, and it was pointy, and I kept being worried that he was going to stab somebody in the leg. Because he's dancing all over that stage, man. He was wild with it. Did it look like something off of Barney? That's what I'm picturing right now. Some guy with the cello dancing around. <laughs> um, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> It doesn't seem like it'd be a real cool looking effect. Was it cool? No, it was cool. I thought it was cool. Okay. Did you say hi to Joe and Mr. Bill? I did say hi to Joe. Um, who's Mr. Bill? Though? Mr. Bill had really good seats. Who is Mr. Bill? I don't know who you're talking um, about. He was our uh, forensics coach. And oh, okay. Yeah. Drama coach. He had real good seats. Wait, is that the guy who never talked? Who is tall and straight no. no well there really weren't it, great i mean we had good seats but if you really wanted to be close to the band you had to be down on the floor was he on the floor yeah yeah i mean like his his instagram uh moments were by far better than you or joe's what i didn't send anything did i exactly. oh but you sent me a text so I, I saw there was a picture and it was on my phone yeah you and joe were basically sitting in the same place it looked like. here i just sent you my picture no, oh, I coming. already got your picture. What? I'm just saying. Was it better than that? I'm just, what? Yeah, it was like a hundred times better than that. 
than the picture I just sent you. Well, you didn't send me that picture. You didn't did you? send me that picture. Were you sitting that close? This is the first time I've seen this picture. <laughs> it's a good picture, huh? You saw you you sent us a picture of you and Jenny sitting down. Yeah. Now this is down and on I the floor. S- I I could see things in the distance. Did you so like could anybody go down to the floor or what? This was not my picture. I'll be honest. <laughs> oh. This, this was, was not even. But this was somebody uh, a guy from work mm-hmm. sent it to me. That's basically he was how right close down Mr. Bill was. So he was right next to Mr. Bill. Yeah. Is that a picture of a dog on the drum head there? Yeah, I think it is. It is. And maybe a sheep. <laughs> no, they were pretty good. It was a fun concert. I think people like it when we talk about pictures they can't see. I'll put it on the. the I think that is an website. important piece to a podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be on the website, breakingawesome.com. Anything else going on, Heath? Um, got my wedding ring. What was ring your big fixed. emergency at work? Oh, you got your wedding yeah. wedding ring fixed? Yeah, I haven't had a wedding ring on for a year or two. How's that working? It's for kind you? of funny. When I got it, it was too big for my finger. And then the last year or two, I haven't been able to wear it. It's Apparently, it's shrinking. <laughs> I don't know what the right. deal with that was. So we finally got it fixed and enlarged. So it, it had to go up two sizes. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. all shiny. I had to get yeah. mine fixed a few years ago because it had become oval. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah what you get for using a soft metal for a ring. Yeah, that's why they don't make them 24 karat gold. It would be way worse. Well, my ring is titanium. <laughs> titanium. Titanium. Makes me want to sing Same the song. stuff they use on the, the spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> can, you, can you talk like that all the time, Dan? Yeah, that'll be my, my podcast persona. You kind of sound like a mix between Forrest Gump and the um, the da- the dad, you know, Bobby. Dang it, Bobby! <laughs> <laughs> dang it, dang it, Bobby! Hank Hill. Hank Hill, that's yeah. the one, Matt. You do a pretty just, good impression of it, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> dang old man, getting dang. Dan, what's going on in your world? <laughs> um, let's see. I've got two cars that have kicked the bucket in the past week. So oh, there's that. That's not cool. No. The van? It's Did up. the minivan? How did it they kick like, the bucket? Well, uh, our Suburban, the transmission went out yesterday, and then our Saturn, the either the starter or one of the relays went out last week. So I got to figure that out. I'm just waiting for the weather to be... More than negative eleven in order <laughs> I to gotcha. check things out. Now, can that Saturn really kick the bucket? I, I mean, I feel like the Saturn is held together with uh, masking. Not tape really. I mean, it's the the nice thing about Saturns is that even though they've stopped making them, you can still get cheap parts for them. Really? I mean, you, just because they sold re- so many of them. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And the the aftermarket parts market is still alive and kicking this is the point where i wish we were more like car talk for your sake dan and that matt and heath would have some funny little thing and they would fix your problem for you yeah we have to work on our laughs though we do yeah we have to have contagious laughs because yeah their laughs are like outrageous (laughs) (laughs) right those guys are my favorite man stop listening to our podcast and go listen to car talk was that bad Heath? yeah we're gonna edit that out
Do they still have car talk? Oh, I think so. No, the brothers passed. What? No, and they hadn't for a few years before that. It was just uh, like the best up, and that's what uh, they still do. One of them passed. Yeah, that was like a month ago. Now I'm sad. Really? I didn't know. Yeah. That. Huh. Uh, Leonard Nimoy passed just today. What? Breaking news. Yeah. Breaking oh, news. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Pretty sad. You shouldn't just bring that sort of thing on someone in the middle of a podcast. Yeah, now I remember that I wanted to talk about it later, so let's not talk about it now. I know, I was going to um, see you. Well, I got Iggy started and drove around when I was in Manhattan, so that was sort of the opposite of Dan. <laughs> Me is- and Iggy, streets of Manhattan, it was good times. Yeah, that's weird. He missed me. That is weird. What? Where does Iggy live now? Manhattan, but, but see... When I went up to Manhattan for my meetings, the plan was for me to haul him, haul Iggy back on the trailer, but then it was all snowy, and it's like, I'm not pulling a trailer across the state. So you just leave vehicles, in, you leave vehicles in different towns just in case you need one? No, Susan, <laughs> Susan's had it, and they were like, okay. you can have this back if you can get it going and make it go away. Okay, that makes more sense. <laughs> I was like, like James Bond. I know, right. <laughs> So I did get it. (laughs) Anyway, I did get it started. Drove it around. It was a good time. Nice. But now Abby's talking like she might want it, so I don't know if I'll get it back or not. You're never getting it back. Iggy, for the listeners, is a 1996 Nissan pickup. Was that new when you got it? It was. Must have been. How old were you when you got that? Uh, I would have been 18. So at 18 years old, you got a brand new vehicle. Well, no. See, Dad, it was for both me and Chris. Uh-huh. Is how, Rich, how it went worse. down at the time. Anyway, I still remember the like the car and driver review of the 1996 Nissan Pick. It was like, a crude automobile made marginally safer by the addition of a driver's side airbag. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So, Dan, are you sure you don't, if I get that truck, you don't want to borrow it? <laughs> no, I'm good. All right. I just got to fix it. Awful things together. It's a good thing you don't have to drive anywhere. Your commute yeah. to work yeah. is like uh, 30 seconds walking out the door down to the other door. Yeah, we were on our way to, to Newton uh, yesterday, and then we got about five miles out of town, and it started acting up, so we had to turn around and come back. Have you looked into fire poles? Because that would be perfect for his truck. Oh, for, for his, his <laughs> business. Yeah. I mean, roll out of roll out of bed and slide down the pole, and you're there. Yeah, we have considered it. I, wonder I if think those goes uh, for auction very often. I don't know. I imagine there's competition with the stripper in the industry. Oh, yeah, well, I, I was almost going to say that, that it's, it's the problem with, uh, is you can't really Google it because <laughs> you'd end up with terrible things. So, Kent, yes, what sir. is up? Nothing much. Just chilling in Oswego, Kansas, waiting for the snowstorm to come. We got Jenny's uh, sisters coming into town today with her, her husband. and the, Is she vacuuming right now? Yeah, Jenny is like... Which sister? Like mad. Uh, her younger sister, one of the younger sisters. 
Well then, narrows it down to four. I think they're they're fostering kids and adopting. Okay. What? No, they adopted two boys and now they're fostering a another boy. So is this the one from Derby? No. Is this the one? I I can't keep track of them. I guess. Yeah, I can't either. And then sometimes they like move or swap places, and it's hard to track <laughs> swap <them> places. <laughs> <laughs> Who did this one walk down the aisle with at your wedding? Uh, at my wedding? Yeah, I don't know. You Maybe remember you that, Matt? Yeah, how could you remember? I remember that re- he, that Kent got married, and that Jenny had like twenty sisters that were the bridesmaids. Yeah, I when even I remember first, the wedding, when we where were was dating, it? it when was what? Was it? It was at Bible it, Christian, right? Oh, I remember it now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness! It was right after we moved to Wichita. Yes, that's right. I guess. Yeah, it was really inconvenient. Did you, did you know that day I almost died on my motorcycle because we had all gone out to breakfast and I was riding back to the church and uh, going real fast and I was thinking about the wedding and all this stuff and I almost went past the turn to the church and I wasn't thinking at the moment that I was on a motorcycle so I hit my brakes real hard and the motorcycle started like sliding out of control and luckily I had the presence of mind to like let off the brakes and just go you know and realized I could take the next turn and it wouldn't be a big deal how long is your sister-in-law going to be there uh they're going to stay till Sunday but if it snows like they're saying it's supposed to snow here we might they might be here for longer We'll see. Well, we just chased off my mother-in-law today when it started snowing. Did you? Were you like, go, go, go? So you sent her home into a blizzard, basically. Pretty much, yeah. It was already the the streets were already covered, and we were pushing her out the door. <laughs> no, not really. We told her she could stay as long as she wanted to, but she wanted to get home because right. it's supposed to get worse tomorrow and the next day. Right. Hopefully, that won't be a problem. Yeah. Did nope. you tell her she would be the first to be eaten if you ran out of food? <laughs> <laughs> she was like, oh, I'm, I think I've got to get home. I think that's just a safe assumption. We don't need to, <laughs> you know, point it out. Start with the elderly, go, next go to the young. <laughs> gotcha. Matt, what's going on with you right now? Yeah, what's up, what's up in your world? So many things. Um, so I was in Manhattan last time. We almost had, I was almost in Manhattan again this week, but then it snowed again, so we decided not to go this weekend. Um, I, uh, played for Schoolhouse Rock Live. That was a good time. Last night got snowed out, though. Uh, had a couple rehearsals for a mall and the night visitors, which is coming up next weekend. Is that about a night watchman working at a mall? Yep, that's what it's about, Kent. Does he have a kind segue? <laughs> it's like mall cop meets uh-huh. night at the museum, is what I've heard. All the mannequins come to life. So wait, you have to try out, Matt? No, I said re- rehearsal. Oh, you said rehearsal, sorry. No, I, I don't have said to try out. out. Okay. I just, <laughs> I just show up and say, hey, just try out. I'm here. And just for the podcaster... The podcast listeners' information: <clears throat> Manhattan is Manhattan, Kansas, not Manhattan, New York. Keith, what? <laughs> you just let him think. You know? Did you lean it? Did you lean it to the microphone for that? 
No, why? It sounded like you leaned into this. It did sound like you leaned. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm always right up against the microphone. Jenny and I you went are. on, I think it was our second anniversary. We went to a bed and breakfast in Colorado Springs. And, um, you know, the first morning we were up and we were eating breakfast and there was uh, one or two other couples there. And they asked where we were from and we told them that we were, we were going to college in Manhattan and and went on for a couple of minutes and they were real friendly and respectful and nice to us. And then somehow it came out that we went Manhattan, Kansas, not Manhattan, New York. And like you could just see their their faces change towards us and their whole attitude towards <laughs> us. It was like, oh, Manhattan, Kansas. <laughs> Anyway, hi to Heath's mom. I guess she listens, so that's great. Hey, Heath's mom. She's already bought your book that you recommended, Kent, our, and is reading our, it. Our first she did? Yeah. <laughs> she likes those kind of books. Did you put... You need to set up an Amazon account so we get a... People can buy it through us, you know, whatever yeah. that was called. Yeah, an affiliate sure. account. Yeah. Oh, and the, and the thing where they give us money. Yes, that's the one. Where they give us all their money. All their money. Yeah, your mom wanted help with, uh, want to, she wanted to know what the name of the aquifer underneath the Ogallala aquifer was the other day. What is it? The Dakota. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I had mentioned that to her because she said people were complaining about you, you guys running out of water. And I said, well, good thing there's another aquifer underneath the Ogallala. Yeah, good thing. Good thing. How much deeper is it, Matt? Can you get to it? Yeah, Chris, up uh, his... His place up at Boots, that's he drilled his well to the Dakota. Um, Garden City gets, I think they have two, two or I think just two Dakota wells that they get water from. It's like so, like we're like the last well we drilled was like four eighty five feet, and to get to the Dakota you'd have to be like six seven hundred feet. I think. Oh wow, cool. I've got uh fifteen minutes until my guests arrive. All right. Just FYI. Sorry to have to do that. Well, it's, it's just, now we get to the segment where Kent leaves early. <laughs> it's just that we need to, to do a little bumper for Kent's leaving. So, what's next? I don't know. Um, it's Kent leaving, so then I don't even know what to do. News? Uh, sure. Have you guys heard um, about the can- the tunnel they found in Canada? That was going underneath some big uh, stru- structure. I should probably. Re- I'm sorry. All I hear is a vacuum. You hear a vacuum? <laughs> yeah. I hear a vacuum. Yeah. Is she in the room with vacuum. you now? No, it's my computer is getting hot. She's not vacuuming. I mean, that's my computer fan. It's sorry. Really well, it's probably because it's right next to the speaker on the computer. Sorry. Tell us about this uh, tunnel they found in Canada. They, well, they were, it's a, there's going to be some, like, pan-American games that are going to happen in Canada this summer, and uh, they, there was a security guard or something walking through the woods, and he found this, like, hand-dug tunnel that somebody had been digging towards the stadium, and they think that it was going to be, like, a terrorist attack. Wow. You know, or somebody trying, that they were trying to dig underneath, and then we're going to, you know, who knows, blow it up from underneath or whatever, but... They ended up finding it, and they filled it in, and they've doubled all their, uh, you know, all the security around the place and stuff. But either that or foot long. 
Yeah, there you go. Dan's got it. Don't Either you? that or it was a cheapskate. They just didn't want to pay for tickets. <laughs> right, right. He's going to pop his head up but, in the middle of the field. But he's really good at planning ahead. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. I also read another article, Matt, you'll like this one, that they said that uh, they have done research and found out that drummers are smarter and that, uh, that drummers actually, occasionally when a drummer misses a beat, it's because they are in sync with the motion of the earth and that they <laughs> that's that's and that they're becoming one with the earth how many times that happens to me and i'll just be jamming along and then you know the if you feel the earth moving and oh earth you just lose it right. it's terrible <laughs> cracked me up <laughs> i think harvard was like a part of that research that said that that they're one with the earth <laughs> with the earth that makes sense with matt being a farmer and a drummer boom it all comes together <laughs> anyway that's all i got for news from me anyway leonard nimoy died uh yeah that's super just sad. today which is very sad um he was the same age as my dad oh, which wow. i never like but um i just thought it was interesting because like Everyone just so much associates him with Spock, and like he was totally into that. And I, I just thought it was interesting, you know, an actor because because you know you have a lot of young actors that get a role and they're like, well, I don't want to be typecast and I don't want to do this, and so they instantly try to change their persona, uh-huh. right? And so that they're not just this character. And then you have somebody like Leonard Nimoy that's just like, I like this character, I'm gonna go with it. He just embraced it, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I always liked that about I him that too. Was interesting, right? Yeah, yeah. Because haven't they had trouble getting? Um, oh, what's his name? Captain Kirk. What's his name in real life? Who? Leonard Nimoy. Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk. Wow, you guys are not going to help me William with this Shatner. at all. William Shatner. Shatner. Thank you. Okay, I was trying to figure out. What you I'm had. sorry. I was looking at. I was the like, because he's saying the new with the old. No, the old one. I think they've had trouble getting him to come back and do stuff sometimes. Oh, have they? Yeah, because he wasn't. You know, he didn't want to be stuck in that. But yeah, it's it's cool that Spock was, or Leonard Nimoy was cool with that. I just think it's interesting. But then he also did a lot of other stuff. Like, he did, you know, like uh, a lot of space documentaries sort of thing. He's like the voice of space. Yeah. And I just sort of thought that was interesting how he sort of leveraged the whole thing into just sort of a bigger career built around the persona. Right. I think I've sat through maybe four planetarium presentations in my life, and I think they've all been voiced by Leonard Nimoy. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Not anymore, they won't. Yeah, sad. sad. Have you guys seen uh, pictures of this dress that's been in circulation on Facebook? Yeah. yeah I was, I was actually going to talk about that, too. It's blue and black for me now, and it was gold and white earlier. It's freaking me out. Dude, I still I haven't looked at it today, but I was looking at it last night and it was white and gold. Yeah, I think because I've been staring at the computer screen now and now it's blue and black. But earlier when I looked at it, I hadn't been looking at a computer screen and it was white and gold or kind of a bluish white. So explain it to us. Okay, so there's uh, this dress that to some people looks white and gold and to other people look blue. Looks what you cut out there. What it's the- uh, blue and black. So it's a like a striped dress. It's got the uh, lace accents to it. 
And the lace is either gold or black, and then the actual dress, the in-between fabric is uh, either white or blue. And looking at it last night, I saw blue and black, but I looked at it this morning, and it looked white and gold to me. Yeah, I got in a fight with Jacob on it last night because he saw blue and black. Like a fist fight? Yes, well, apparently a fist the fight. entire internet, that was all that was on it yesterday. I don't know because I wasn't on the internet until I was just going to bed and then I saw this thing on that uh, comic strip. Uh, it's letters. You know, the science-y comic strip. Right. With the stick figures. Yeah. IX, right. blah, 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 whatever those letters are. Charlie Brown? He did a cartoon on it last night. <laughs> and that was the first I heard about it. Beetle Bailey? No. It's an internet cartoon. Uh, when I look at it in the other pictures, I see blue and black. But in the one that everyone's arguing over, I see white and gold. Wait a second. Yeah, I'm still seeing I white still and gold. I still think it looks... I think it looks... I don't know about black. I feel like it looks blue and brown. But mainly I feel like that is not a good picture. <laughs> I saw blue and brown the other yesterday when I first looked at it. Like, then this morning this I is... saw white and gold, and then today I just saw black and blue. Oh, dang. Now I'm seeing blue and black. Crazy. There's what a the there's heck? a great There is a great documentary on Netflix right now about how our brains work, and it has all kinds of tricks like that. Like one of it's really interesting. One of them, they have people sit down and they put their, their right hand behind a, a wall so they couldn't see it and they put a fake hand on the table where the right hand should be and then while they while the like presenter talks to him he brushes the fake hand with a brush but they can't see it he's also actually brushing their real hands but they can't see it because it's behind the wall and so they kind of get this sensation that they can actually feel stuff in the fake hand and then he pulls out a hammer and he smashes their hand with the oh, hammer and, and they, they all think like their brain reacts in the way as though their real hand had been hit with a hammer. It's really, oh, the man. whole documentary is really interesting to watch. <laughs> Have you guys seen Brain Games? That's awesome. Yeah. It, it, you're not talking about Brain Games. I might you? be talking about Brain Games. That's a pretty know. cool show. It's on Netflix. You should check it out. That's they, probably they, what I'm talking they've about. They've got a lot of cool stuff like that. Yeah. I've been watching some of them with the boys. Yeah. Yeah, that picture blows me away. Because now I'm seeing blue and black. I just don't think it's. I don't. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Wait. Now I just opened it back up and I see white and gold. Oh man, <laughs> I'm going crazy here. Me too. Me too. I mean, when I look at it, it just mainly is like that picture's overexposed. Right. <laughs> so you just see a like, bad picture. Yeah. I see color. I just see a bad like, picture. That's a wonderful bad picture that you took. Anyway, X XKCD is the name of the comic. Okay. XKCD. Yeah. 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 Anyway, that was the first I heard it. I saw it because it showed up on my blog reader, and I was like, "What is that?" And then I Googled, "What color is the dress?" And <laughs> so, did you guys hear about Louis the Clown? No. You haven't heard about Louis I the did. Clown. So Joyland, which is a local amusement park, or at least it used to be, now it is the set of a Scooby-Doo episode. Because <laughs> it's a creepy old... It is a creepy old amusement park that's been shut down for 
Um, ten, at least ten or plus. Where years. is that at? It's kind of in South Wichita. It's actually, I think, in Plainview. Um, yeah, you wouldn't normally just drive by it though. But uh, so it, it's been closed um, for a while now, and it was opened right after World War Two. And um, but after it closed, um, there there's a Louis the Clown was this like a uh, statue clown he actually played an organ and uh he went missing and they're not even sure when he went missing somewhere between 2005 and 2006 and it's been uh kind of a mystery that no one's been able to figure out they've actually put a ridiculous amount of time into trying to find louis the clown he's supposedly valued at around ten thousand dollars no yeah because there's only a few of these kinds of clowns uh that exist in the world um, I'm not sure what makes him so special other than, I mean, he's just a local icon. Creepy. But, yeah, he's pretty creepy, but, uh, they found him and, uh, it's funny cause what there's, there's a bunch of people that were involved in finding him and they were, they used Facebook to investigate. People had posted things about him and accidentally revealed things about where he was that they didn't mean to. But when they found him, he was the in the home of a, a convicted pedophile who is spending like 20 or 30 years in prison right now, which is just really fitting for a creepy clown to be <laughs> in a pedophile home. Or double creepy. <laughs> yeah, I thought that article was just sort of, it sort of sums up every reason why creepy clowns are, that they really are creepy. <laughs> it's true. funny when they were doing the press conference for the police they had him like sitting in a, a chair there at the desk with them <laughs> i'll link to it on the blog but it's funny i mean he's just sitting there he's got his arms up on the table that's like, like a bad episode of psych or something yeah. <laughs> but the one of the guys uh, um greg kite is his name he's the president of the historic preservation alliance of wichita said he took off the last three or four months of his law practice to help with this investigation to find Louis the Clown. <laughs> That's funny. He says, Louis at the organ is what all children remember, Kite said. He was intriguing, a little scary looking at his face. You always had opposing feelings of excitement and a little fear. <laughs> <laughs> Which totally fits with him being in a pedophile's house. Yeah. That's kind of, what was he doing with it? I think he just had him up on, as like a decoration in his house. He was in plain view. That doesn't pair well with with the whole description of the clown though to me. About children and such. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I saw another interesting uh, news story about... Um, a guy who's claiming that he will, will be able to do a head transplant within the next two years. Did you guys see this? Yeah, I saw that. It's crazy. Isn't that just a body transplant, though, really? Or a body transplant, yeah. I think it's just creepy. However you want to look at it. But I think you keep... Yeah, it's really more of a body transplant because it's the head that gets to keep the body. Right. But um, yeah. how would you feel about that? How? Well, am I the one getting the transplant? <clears throat> right. You're the one getting the new body. 
Okay, so what he says is tissue around the neck would be dissected and major blood vessels would be joined using tiny tubes. Oh, this is after they cooled the body and the head. Well, cooled both of the bodies. Then the spinal cords would, would then be cut and the recipient's head moved onto the donor body. The ends of the spinal cord would be fused together using a chemical called polyethylene glycol, which encourages fat within cell membranes to mesh. After this, the person would be put into a coma for around four weeks to prevent them from moving while they heal. So Leonard Nimoy could have been saved. Oh, we, yeah, you're so yeah, right. Yeah, but I would think he'd have problems with the DNA. Well, they actually did this successfully in 1970 with a, a, a monkey head transplant. But um, the guy, when he woke up, was really ticked that he had had his head put on a I monkey. No, that part's not me. true. It was just, uh, it was a monkey to another monkey, but it lived for 10 days and then the body <laughs> rejected the head. And that's, right. so that's going to be when that's what I'm saying. Was, right. Yeah. But that they already deal with that with, with transplants, like people, body, people's bodies will reject hearts and, you know, so they have to take like uh, there's a kid in my. I mean, they have to deal with it already. I guess it's just, right. they have medication that they take now that helps Basically, it helps keep the body from trying to fight off the transplant, you know. <clears throat> that was that kid in my youth group in Manhattan. He, he gained a bunch of weight because whatever that medication was, it also caused their bodies to not, like their metabolism didn't function properly or, some, you know, something that caused him to well, gain just like, enormous amounts of weight. Wouldn't from, it hurt your immune system? Because that's what attacks the organ, whatever it is. So you would have to be right. kind of tamping down the immune system. Right. So Dan, as the official Breaking Awesome Ooh. podcast scientist, what do you think? Evil scientist. Evil yeah, scientist. Yeah, no joke. Well, <laughs> well, I've I've already done this. I've I've already accomplished <laughs> this um, you know, several years ago, and it's just gaining mainstream attention. So. So you're good with it. You don't there see you any go. ethical problems. I thought you would have picked a taller body for yourself. <laughs> I was going to say the wedding. Oh, it's not me. My wife was oh, putting on. Didn't look like you, but <laughs> yeah, it's all my minions. So could I just be skinny right now? They could just put me yeah. on a new body, and I'd be skinny. Sure, it did only cost sure. you like yeah, you'd you be know, skinny with a big head. Half a million skinny dollars. Skinny with a big head. <laughs> <laughs> huh. There you go. What Matt, what are we recommending today? Are we doing the favorite 80s movies that you got to go you have to revisit? If you want to, but I've never revisited an 80s movie that I remember and, and felt like it was a good experience. Really? No, I could tell you one Bill right and now. So enlighten me. Well, maybe like The Goonies or The Goonies, Bill Goonies. and Ted's, Pee Wee Herman. Breakfast Club? We just watched Pee Wee Herman Adventure. a couple weeks ago and I've I never was... seen Breakfast Club. Oh, Matt, you need to watch The Breakfast Club. It's a good movie. I saw it back in the 80s. Pee -wee I haven't Herman seen it since then. Pee-wee Herman is good. I would recommend people go it's back and watch that. There's just so many funny moments in it. Big adventure, yeah. not big top Pee-wee. And so many, so many moments that are so like telling. You watch it knowing oh, what, no. <laughs> what his future what holds. What happened in his real life. Yeah, and you're like, oh, that is too funny. I heard Pee-wee Herman's getting a new show. Like a Pee Wee Herman show? Like a, a Pee Wee Herman, yeah, some kind of show. A, uh, a new show. 
He's on well, the blacklist. He's got a new movie that's been being lit. Oh, really? As Pee Wee huh. Herman? Yep. Cool. Double cool. Netflix to air Pee Wee Herman. Pee Wee's Big Holiday. <laughs> oh, that sounds fantastic. Is it premiere on Netflix as a movie or a show? As a movie, is that where does that stand? As a feature movie. film. Is that worse or better than going straight to DVD? Going I straight to Netflix. I think that's better. They they've never done this before, have I'd they? I'd say a lot a, better now. A Netflix movie? Um, they made the um, the Veronica Mars movie went straight to streaming. Oh really? They've done it a couple times. Hmm. Huh. Yeah. Oh wow, it's really starting to snow pretty heavy here. Why don't you brag about it? I am. So yeah, Judd he's Apatow sixty-two is years old. He's sixty-two. Wow. Yeah, I he heard. Could be your dad. I heard. Yeah. Say that again, Dan. Judd Apatow is producing the movie. I don't know who that is. The guy who did Forty-Year-Old uh, Virgin, Office Space, um, Freaks and Geeks. Uh, I don't think he did Office Space. No, that was Mike Judd. Oh, that's Mike Judd. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. Right. So yeah, like knocked up. He does. Uh, so he does raunchy comedies. So that'll be interesting for him to do a Pee Wee Herman movie. Same thing. It's just all hidden. All right, dudes. I better bounce. Love you guys. Love you, podcast listeners. All right. Thanks. Stay Kent. tuned for the best part of the show. <laughs> All right, see you guys. See you, dude. See you, Kent. Bye. Are you guys still there? Wah, wah. Hello? Hello. That was weird. Yeah, apparently Kent... Kent hosted the call. Yeah. All right, we're back. So, Dan, why why is Europe and Asia two different continents? I really... I don't know. That has always thrown me for a loop. Because I, I'd never gotten a straight answer from any of my teachers that I asked that to. It's because they don't know. Like, was Russia is Russia part of continental Asia, or is it part of continental? Both. I think it's both. It's both. Like, Moscow is technically in Europe, I think. But yeah, then Moscow you... is in Europe, St. Petersburg in Europe. But, right. like, uh, Leo Tolstoy refers to Moscow as being in Asia. Really? Yeah. Huh. Well, and culturally, they fit more with Europe than they do with Asia. Well, unless I you know. stand countries. Depend where you are, where you are. I mean, yeah, Kazakhstan and Uzbekistan; those are those are very Asian countries. Hmm. I don't know. We'll probably never know. Did you guys see that uh, the flashing mysterious lights on series? Yeah, I saw that. That's cool. Although, if you read the, it wasn't as cool once you read the article. Well, because they think it's just ice. Well, because they said that it could be ice, except the ice would be more luminescent than that. Right. Which is like, oh. But of course, couldn't so, it be ice with like a thin coating of dust on it? You know? Well, yeah. I mean, and that right. seems like a pretty simple explanation. Yeah, but that's not fun. <laughs> what are you talking about? Okay, do you know what Ceres is? So there's a there's a spaceship that's gonna go into orbit around Ceres next week, and they're getting pictures back, and there's this crazy bright spot on it. And then as they've gotten closer, now there's two bright spots on it. 
And it looks really weird, the pictures, because it just looks like somebody's just shining spotlights right at the spacecraft. Mm -hmm. But they're saying it's just a really high reflectance point. And it's coming right from the center of a crater. You can see it. You know what else that doesn't make sense? I'm looking at the picture right now, and the left side of the planet is what's facing the sun, because the right side is in darkness. So if that's supposed to be reflecting the sunlight... That's not the well, right see, angle the, to reflect sunlight. Yeah, I mean, it. the picture is weird. It just looks weird, but... I don't know. That's bizarre. I mean, if we were in a movie, things are about to get really crazy. <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, they, they also said it could be, like, from a volcano or something. Yeah. But they, that, they said water was the most... Ice was the most likely. Ceres is the a dwarf planet between Mars and Jupiter. Yep, gotcha. It's tiny. It's like it's Pluto's moon Charon or Charon, however you say, it, is bigger than Ceres or about the same size. To give you an idea of how big it is. Anyway, K State beat KU. That was good. Good. Didn't a bunch of people die? Yeah, yeah. What? Was terrible carnage. Carnage ensued. Where was but it at? They got the kid arrested, and I think they're going to whip him publicly next week. And, <laughs> um, I think that the, the KU coach that courageously pulled that boy by the neck who was dancing so aggressively, I think he's going to go to the White House next week to get his medal. <laughs> so everything's good. So was it in Lawrence or Manhattan? It was in Manhattan. And the KU coach attacked a dancing... No, the, it's, you didn't see any of this? No, I didn't. Anyway, the, they rushed the court afterwards. And, uh-huh. and then, uh, you know, the you know modus operandi for KU, if you lose, change the subject. And so then they're all like complaining about the crowd rushing the court. And it was because one of the KU players got bumped. By a kid half his size. And, <laughs> Ouch, that's rough. Uh, KU's coach and our coach got pressed against the press box or press row or whatever. And it was this big deal. And K-State put out an apology letter the next day. And KU put out an excuse letter the next day. So it was great. An excuse for why they lost to K-State? For why their coach grabbed a kid by the neck uh. and threw him. That kid's probably like a hero in Manhattan right now. He could probably no. Go I mean, to it wasn't the same kid that there was the kid that bumped into him that's that's in trouble and has like got got a citation for it. He's the guy that just bumped into the KU player, and then there's the other kid who was just dancing randomly, and then the KU coach <laughs> comes up from behind him and grabs him by the neck and throws him. Wow, that's weird. So if that kid gets a citation, the other then the coach should get as much or worse than him. Please. Please. Get press charges. That's assault. <laughs> anyway, it's... I, I, it, I The thing was, I, I almost didn't bring up the game because I didn't really want to talk about it because it the whole thing is so stupid. But anyway, there's a big kerfuffle and there's all these people saying that we need to stop court storming and... Good luck with that. All of this. And there are things that the KSU fans need to stop doing, or at least the, the student section. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> perhaps the FKU chant <laughs> needs to go has, has run its course. 
<laughs> but it's it's just one of those things that when it comes to basketball, I mean, it's just the they just make it so easy to hate them. <laughs> and it's just I don't I don't see how I mean because nobody has put forward the the obvious solution which is KU stops being KU because <laughs> otherwise how are you supposed to stop hating them so much when it comes to basketball <laughs> as long as they're still KU and we're still K State I'm just saying that complaining about the crowd rushing the court after the game is not a good way to get us on your side KU. I don't think there really is a good way for KU to get you on their side. There are is. you are you telling me that you don't even cheer for them in during March Madness? Like if uh, if, if KSU if is not the, even last time they were in the championship game, I was happy that they won. Okay, but I have also been much happier all the times that they've lost to double digit seeds. <laughs> and and I still celebrate March 18th every day as Bucknell Day when the number 15 seed Bucknell took down the number 2 seed KU Jayhawks in their first round. It was a good day. I'm pretty sure half of being a K-State fan is hating KU. Right. Yeah, well, I mean, it's the age-old question going back to the dawn of time. If KU is playing Satan and his demons in a game of basketball, mind you. In a game of basketball. Who do you cheer for? Mm. It's a pretty tough pretty tough decision. If KU were playing Hitler and his henchmen, and Hitler said that I will not invade Poland if we win, <laughs> who would you cheer for, man? See, you're, you're putting too much on it. <laughs> We're just talking on the basketball court. Okay. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, I think we should wrap this thing up. Nope. I think we should have wrapped it up like an hour ago. Let's do it an hour ago. I'm going to go eat a sandwich. I'll see you guys later. <sighs> oh, that's how we should end the show. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Another week of the Breaking Awesome Podcast. It, we'll, we'll get it figured out at some point, people. We promise. Well, we don't really promise. But surely it will be marginally better over time. So be sure to come back. Go out. Check out the website, breakingawesome.com, if you're so inclined, where Heath will put up all sorts of wonderful links for you to look at things that we talk about. You can leave us feedback. So that's all we got for this week, folks. And vote for us on iTunes. Later. Don't, five, don't, don't do that. Five star reviews. No. One star reviews. Best podcast Let's, we ever. We want honesty. We don't. We don't. Best podcast ever. BreakingAwesome.com. I'm going to go eat a sandwich. I'll see you guys later. <laughs>